welcome to the coffee house. I am sorry how infrequent all of these episodes have been. This will be the busiest, most important year of my life, and possibly in the life of the Republic. <laughs> this is, however, a Game of Thrones book discussion. So we already talked about the book, we read the book, and now we're doing a discussion. And so, given that it is a work of fiction, there aren't a whole bunch of philosophical implications here. We're just going to talk about things we liked and didn't like. <laughs> when it came to the story and the characters, because they stand out pretty damn well in this book. Now, Jon Snow, uh, I think he is boring. He's a pretty boring character. He's relatively empty. You know, he's a bastard, so he's got that, that little chip on his shoulder. But otherwise, he's just moral, and he fights good, helps out the chubby guy. I mean, there's not a whole lot that he has going on. And his story, it goes from Winterfell to the Night's Watch. He tries to flee the Night's Watch at some point, but is convinced to go back, and that's all we've had so far. It's funny, because this book was a lot of pages, but not actually a whole lot really happened, which is kind of good, honestly, because we got a lot of dialogue that dove into a lot of characters. But Jon Snow was just, he's kind of a boring character. Then you've got Sansa and Arya. I think I like Arya better in the show, honestly. Maybe because her face is so interesting. What's her name? Maisie something or something like that? She's got a unique face, unique look to her. So I think it added something to the character. But in the actual book, I, I didn't like her as much. Like, there wasn't as much to her. I mean, sure, she's the tomboy and she's going to do some fancy things as we go along. But at this point, I'm not all that interested in her. And Sansa, I'm a little more interested in Sansa, honestly, because she really is towing some kind of a crazy line here. There's really something to be said for a character that's just totally wedded, I mean literally and figuratively, to the people who murdered her father. So she has to work with that, and she kind of has this... I, I, I can't wait to see what actually happens, you know, in the final book when it comes to all these people, but... For Sansa, it's really just taking a beating for a while before she gets to come out of it. And I don't know where the split is. I don't know if any of that's actually in the books themselves or th that was added. And not to, don't take this as praise for the actual showrunners when they went off book because they are absolutely horrendous. But it would be a nice arc for Sansa because she really has, she's really stuck in this thing, you know. And she is having to deal with the fact that she's allied herself with her father's murderers and then there's all this war stuff going on going on and she's just such a passive character at this point you know she tries to stand up kind of meekly for her father until that doesn't work out and then she's crushed by it and so i'm liking her like the shift when it comes to the book versus the show i'm liking her more than i did before then you've got the Lannisters. Of course, Jamie Lannister you don't see much of, honestly. He doesn't do much. I think we get kind of a major introduction to him in a later book. Because obviously he goes to Winterfell and you have the situation with Bran or whatever. But I think the biggest introduction is a scene that comes later. You know, he gets into a, a couple of fights in this or whatever. But Then you've got Tyrion who has some great... That's kind of my favorite part with Jon Snow is Tyrion and Jon Snow and how they get along really well. That's nice. And Tyrion has his, you know, his great dialogue. I really do enjoy his dialogue. Dialogue. But the big one for me is Cersei Lannister. Uh, I'm a big fan of her. <laughs> it might just be Lena Headey because she is gorgeous. I'm a big fan of Lena Headey. And Cersei Lannister herself, I mean, she's such a wily, all-in character. She is really playing the game and playing it for broke. And she does have to weigh these things like her nutty son, which I love that, <laughs> that her son is a product of incest. It makes so much sense. But she has to weigh that nutty son against her own thirst for power and everything she has going on. I just really, 
like her. Of course, I mean, if our relationship was ever going to take off, then I'd have to have a, you know, stern talking to with her about the whole incest thing. But still, I think we could get over it. So throughout much of it, she's just got these limited fits, and then she gets to talk to Ned, you know, at that one point where she really gets to reveal her cleverness, just quality. And then Danny, I just, I really like Danny as a character, uh, Daenerys. I think she is pretty fantastic. It's pretty great that, and I don't know if this is part of, because Sansa and Danny have similar situations early on. Obviously, they respond to it very differently, but to have Daenerys go through what she goes through and the arc that she has, I mean, obviously she has, uh, what's his name, Count Drogo or something like that? <laughs> Drago or whatever. But uh, the character, that character is the mute and powerful guy, you know, that you don't really have to listen to, which is kind of the female fantasy, I'm sure. And the corollary of that, obviously, is the male fantasy of the woman who's mute and just makes sandwiches. But he's mostly just a repository for what Daenerys is going to be. So he's this big, strong thing who is incredibly capable, you know, at fighting and all that. And he is taken down by (laughs) the wound festering or whatever over a lengthy amount of time. And Daenerys has to figure out how to wield power without being what he was. So that's a whole different thing. I love, I love the part of the story that she has the heir, you know, and is supposed to be giving birth to this thing, but then like sacrifices it to try to bring Drogo back or whatever. And it turns out to be a little trick. But it's just a great thing. I remember when it first started out, when I first started reading the book, I was already thinking about how great that turn is. That all of those things around her that are supposed to be kind of the lightning rods of the power, those things have to die out so she can step up. And I really enjoy that about her character and her getting there. And her having that secondary character, the what's his... I never remember his actual... I get him mixed up with the other people in this, but I think it's Jorah. Is it Jorah? But to, to have that support character and how, how they get along with each other and he helps her and she learns quickly and all that stuff. I, I really enjoy that part of it too. I think that's an excellent little balance there. And then the conflict with her brother. It, it was a bit contrived how it all came to a head. But it was great having that conflict with them and how she's slowly realizing that she has authority in this situation. I really like that. Really good stuff. Uh, My favorite one in the books, though, (laughs) is Littlefinger. He's so awesome. (laughs) So awesome. Always talking in these little sly, dickish riddles, which are just fun to listen to. So you never really know who he's, he's playing at the moment, but you can assume he's playing everybody. And then for him to be the one who did the shiftiness to take Ned out. And I love it because Ned is just true to character. You know, when he believes that a contract is going to be what settles it <laughs> between him and the Lannisters. And that Littlefinger has his back or whatever. Those things just make sense for Ned as a character. But Littlefinger being the one and Littlefinger doing all his shady stuff. It's just great. Just great to watch so Daenerys and Littlefinger, love watching those guys. And then you just got this sprawling world, sprawling world that's a lot of fun to be a part of. And I just wonder if long term, if this would be the same, because this started in the 90s. He started writing this in the 90s. It was a completely different world. If somebody started writing this kind of an epic right now, I wonder how it would be affected by everything that's gone on, because a lot of things have gone on. <laughs> the world has gone insane absolutely insane i was just having a conversation today and it was supposed to be this uh, kind of bring people together deal that's supposed to be mending the rift the political rift between people 
and these are the most reasonable ones, and they are just spitting vitriol all over the place. They already have their cultish, cliquish kind of thing where they put people into another category, a dehumanized category, and just won't hear anything otherwise. It, it's so curious. It's so strange. And there were so many of them that were just doing this, maybe not even realizing, but they were just doing this. And that's why it feels like we have stepped into 2021 A Game of Thrones America edition. And now it's just who can we usher into the high-tech guillotine first? So obviously we have to pull out of this. We have to pull out of this nosedive. And we have to do it while we have all the worst elements in the world coming at us from every direction. So hopefully, hopefully we can do it. What do I mean hopefully? Obviously we have to do it, period. But of course I'm saying this in the midst of a, <laughs> a discussion about a fantasy book with dragons. Whatever the case, this is not something... I mean, obviously all the mechanics of this that we've been talking about, it's just purely talking about plot and characters and that sort of thing. It's not talking about any big ideas coming out of this. And hopefully we'll get back on that route. But the book I've got right now is a hefty one, so I'm making my way through it. The one that's fiction, the non-fiction ones, just speeding right through those. So I'll have a couple of those coming up pretty quickly. And then I am considering writing a book that will take a very long time, or at least a ton of work, you know, a concerted effort for an extended period to get it done. And I don't even know if, <laughs> if it will be allowed to be published. So I, I'm not sure if that's the, the best of ideas, but we will, we will see. Anyway, this is The Coffee House, and thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you have a fantastic week coming up here fantastic month and that this year does not continue the way it has gone so far <laughs> see you on the next one all right bye <laughs>